Hey there, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And something I wanted to let you know about is a brand new podcast, a podcast that I was lucky enough to be guest number one. It is called Resilient Real Estate Investing. Do me a favor, go check it out. Just in the last couple of weeks, not only has my episode aired, but you heard from a syndicator who spent eight years in prison. You've heard from a movie theater operator who has had their side hustle produce 20 properties. Future episodes will record around the Roofstock's head coach, a college student evaluating properties, and of course, an army recruiter who discovered private money. Again, do me a favor, check out Resilient Real Estate Investing. On with the show. You need to know about the financial news on November 9th, Wednesday, November 9th. Let's get into it right away. First and foremost, we now have not only the election day, but we have at least most of the outcomes. And yes, I understand that there are many key elections not yet decided, but everything I have read, we are going to get the split government that I was hoping for. In fact, as it sits this morning, it appears that the Republicans will take the House by somewhere between one and six seats. Uh, the Senate is very much up for grabs. And all I could say as one individual who was hoping for a split government, I think, I think the outcome is wonderful. Why do I say that? Well, one of the things that was going into this election was the Republicans thought they might win 20, 25, 30 seats in the House and have a cushion. What now it appears that they're going to have is a very small margin. So there's going to be a lot more negotiations, right? The next two years, only the truly bipartisan things will get done if it's right or it's left, it will be stopped. There are extremes on both sides, extreme Democrats, extreme Republicans, and given the narrow, I don't know, majority, there has to be negotiations to both sides. And as someone who wanted a split government, you heard me say it many times, I think this is a wonderful outcome. We are going to get next to nothing done and the stuff that does get done will be bipartisan. Wouldn't that be novel? So again, I don't know where you come down on this, but I'm extremely happy this morning. What, what I see coming is not much. And if something happens, it will have to be true political negotiations and ultimately bipartisan. I, ne I think that is a good thing. The next two years are going to be rough. We don't need politicians mucking it up. Time will heal all wounds. So, you know, as of this morning, I kind of like the outcome because not much is going to happen. And at this point, that is a good thing, in my opinion. Next up, well, it's official. Meta has announced the first significant layoffs in tech. If you've been watching my channel for any length of time, I've been warning this day was coming. This day is not fun. As someone who lived through this 20 years ago, let me be clear. It sucks for the people laid off. It sucks for the people that are still on the team. It sucks for leadership. It just sucks. 
I do like that Mark came out much like Jack Dorsey and took the blame. We grew too fast. I was kind of intrigued by something Mark Zuckerberg said. And let me get my let me get the quote so I don't misspeak. He was too optimistic about growth. He assumed that the pandemic revenue was permanent. I think a lot of us, a lot of our peers, a lot of our friends assumed the pandemic money, the pandemic reduced expenses was real. Folks, it was fake. It was propped up. And now the bill is due. We've been talking about it on this channel for any length of time. Hopefully you've gotten prepared. Hopefully you've gotten close to revenue. And hopefully you are doing your work. Because again, I want to share the best housing statistic. I think I shared this yesterday. 84% of buyers think it is a bad time. That is music to my ears. I am a contrarian investor. And I love hearing that nobody's buying. It means I get to write low offers that cash flow today. And if a seller says no, I move on to the next one. A lot of good things are coming. I've been telling you, wealth is built in a recession. I know the headlines are scary. I know, I know, I know. Trust me, I've been through it a couple of times. I'm here to tell you, protect yourself. We started talking about this six months ago. And then once you are protected, once you have an emergency reserve, start to do your homework. I don't care if it's stocks or real estate or trading cards or whatever. Become good at something. Assets will go on sale. Build wealth in this environment. My only question about Meta is when do we see the next major layoff? We've seen some other significant percentages Redfin, I will talk about in a minute. Yep, down there at the bottom. But again, thousands. Redfin laid off 550, I think. When's the next thousand? Is it, is it Alphabet? Is it Salesforce? Is it, what is it? More pain is coming, folks. I'm sorry. And if, again, if you're in software sales or, or cloud computing or any of those things, your customers are not buying as much. I have been here before. Your customers are laying off people so their licenses can be reused. If you are selling software or somehow paid in that universe, your customers, like if Meta had, I don't know, a technology, I'm not going to name any names. They need less seats today, but guess what? They already bought them. So they're not going to be renewing. They're not going to be upping. Folks, this is a recession. It is going to take time. There will be more layoffs coming. It, recessions hurt everyone. Everyone. But we can build wealth as we buy assets on sale. It is an amazing time. At the micro, it, it does look scary at the macro. Manny Koshman. I brought him up a couple of times. I want to give him a shout out because I think he is trying to do the right thing. He just put out a video yesterday about the golden rules, the five golden rules to succeed in a recession. I like channels that acknowledge where we are, but then tell you how to take advantage of it. I hate channels that preach fear in fear only. So I would like to ask you to do me a favor. 
please go to Manny Koshman's channel and let him know that one rental at a time would love to interview him. I'm reaching out as well, but hopefully more and more of you could tag him, tag me. I would love to interview Manny. I love what he is doing. But here are Manny's five golden rules. Number, and again, five golden rules to dominate or succeed in a recession. Number one, cut the fat. We have talked about that a bunch on this channel. Number two, raise cash. We have talked about that. Number three, do the work. Pick your thing. Manny is commercial real estate. I am residential real estate. Find your thing. Get laser focused. This is not a time to do everything. This is the time to do one thing. Number four, be patient. Recessions aren't V-shaped bottoms. What you experienced in March of 2020 is not normal. Should never be counted on. A shark tooth V-bottom, don't count on it. This will be a while. This could be two years, and I agree with Chamath who in, from the All In podcast. It could be two. We need to plan for two years. What does that mean? I will tell you what it means for me, and then you do you. I just did a deal last week, and I'm keeping all of you informed with how that's going. What happens next? I have the capital to do another deal. It will be better than the first. And here's the deal. I have money to do a third. My third deal will be better than the second. I have no idea how long. I have no idea where the bottom is. So every deal I do, until it is clear the bottom is in, will be better than the one before it. I am not afraid of work. I welcome work. I have no problem writing offers and being told no. It is time to get busy. Uh, number five, and number five, remember buy when everybody is selling. Again, I go back to that statistic, a statistic that I loved that I smiled, uh, like I grinned like a Cheshire, Cheshire cat. I think that's a word. Cheshire cat. 84% of buyers have left the market. Buy when everybody is out of the market. Yes. Yes. Lynn Alden, Lynn Alden, somebody I follow on Twitter. Uh, Lynn is L-Y-N, Alden, A-L-D-N. She put up a series of tweets talking about FTX. If you are like me and watch this channel and you're just not in the crypto world, you might be asking what the heck happened. So I want to steal. Is it stealing if I give credit? I don't think it's stealing if I give credit. This is 100% Lynn Alden. I am just the messenger in this case. Follow Lynn. Tell her you came from one rental at a time. Let's say McDonald's. McDonald's creates something called clown bucks. Okay? Clown bucks. They create lots of clown bucks. In fact, they own the printing machine and can create more clown bucks if they want. What McDonald's does is they sell some clown bucks to their friends, to their suppliers, to, you know, people in their network. Buy some of my clown bucks. It's a promotion. Well, they sell a few. And then they take a large majority of their clown bucks and they throw it on the balance sheet. And oh, by the way, because they can show value in the transaction of the clown bucks, 
they value those clown bucks at a dollar each because their friends, their partners, their loved ones bought them for a dollar. So of course, every other clown buck must be worth a dollar. So boom, their balance sheet explodes because they got all these clown bucks worth a dollar. Well, time goes by and you know what McDonald's does with all those clown bucks? They borrow fiat currency. They say, hey, here's some clown bucks as collateral that are worth two billion gazillion trillion dollars. Let me take out a loan in dollars. And of course, the collateral is solid. You can show on some exchange that these clown bucks have always been worth a dollar. Well, guess what? Interest rates are zero. Of course, you could have a bazillion gazillion dollars. It's free money. Well, a year or two goes by and Starbucks, a competitor of McDonald's, comes out and says, you know what? We have some of these clown bucks. They are worthless. We would love to give them back to McDonald's and get our dollar back. Well, clown bucks falls apart and is destroyed. And that balance sheet that once was untouchable because of the clown bucks is now in tattered. And guess what happens to the loans? The loans, they're in dollars. They're not in clown bucks. They are now bankrupt. So Len Alden, I thought that was a great analogy. I thought it made a lot of sense. And again, this is what happens in the crypto world. Be careful. Next, we got to talk about Redfin. Redfin has left the iBuying market. We have yet another iBuyer that quit. Remember Zillow? What was it like nine months ago? A year maybe? Zillow got out of the iBuying business and lost like $800 million or something. Zillow got out at the top. How much do you think Redfin's gonna lose? So near as I can tell, we got open door and offer pad left. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. So they're they're done. This model is toast. Open door, their only hope is to pivot to becoming a landlord, limp, and wait for this to turn, which they won't. They will be closed door shortly. Um, it is uh, not good. In addition, Redfin not only leaving the iBuyer market, but laying off 13% pain right mr t in a rocky movie rocky three i think might have been four talking about pain we're in it folks we are in it and then lastly let's talk about some earnings kind of bonus content lots of earnings came out affirm larger loss weak guidance i've talked about affirm on this channel six months ago it's a business model that didn't make sense it was destined to be painful and here we are uh, auto loan delinquencies are spiking, uh, but specifically for subprime borrowers. Again, stimulus ballers, something we've talked about coming. Sweet green uh, salad, I guess. Miss top line, miss bottom line, lowered revenue expectations. Disney, woo! Disney, miss top line, miss bottom line, but did exceed the streaming numbers. And Jim Cramer this morning came out calling for the CEO's head. Woo! That was a nasty interview. AMC beat top line, beat bottom line, but still spending more money than it makes. Upstart, oof, disaster. Uh, with uh, bad numbers, with weak guidance. Anything else? Oh yeah, mortgage applications up 1% week on week, but down 41%. 
And then the last thing, student loans. It looks like the people that got student loan forgiveness, 73% are going to spend more on eating out and travel. Sounds inflationary to me. All right, folks, that's what we have today. Wednesday, November 9th, I will be interviewing Brian Lebo later today. We tried to get it done yesterday, but technology got in the way. So fingers crossed we talked to Brian Lebo from Vegas. And, of course, let's congratulate someone for getting a deal. Tyler, congratulations for getting your next deal. Your card is in the, uh, going in the mail. If you happen to get your first deal, you now get this golden card. Isn't that pretty? All right, folks, what are these? I'm just trying to track the impact of this channel. I want to know that we're doing good work here. Uh, every time you get one of these and you take a selfie, you tag me on Instagram, it, uh, I smile. So when you get this, Tyler, take a picture, tag me on Instagram, folks. We are getting really close to 40,000, 40,000 subscribers. I'm going to ask, can you subscribe to the channel today? Can you ask your friends to subscribe? I would love to get to 40,000 subs today. It would be a big number. That is over 225,000 subs today. But I believe in you. I think we can do it. Folks, we'll be back tomorrow. Bye-bye.